It's Tuesday, of course, which uh, means it's Tuesday travel. So unless Mungo McGann next week is new Minister for Finance, he will probably be back from canvassing in Longford, Westmeath, which means that this may be a very sad occasion where it could be Roisin Finlay's last day on travel, Roisin. That is sad. Yeah. It's been great to be on. Well, we've enjoyed having you. And... uh, well, I hope the sales of out, Outsider magazine, of which you're the editor, have uh, grown substantially. Oh, they've gone through the roof. But right. We've definitely had some nice interest in it, which has been great. Oh, well, I'm pleased to hear it. So where are you going now uh, on Tuesday Travel for maybe your last one for a while? Uh, we're going to go to the Costa Brava in Spain. All right. Uh, my first ever trip to Spain, I went like all the Irish to the Costa del Sol. And it was a travel agent called Joe Walsh Tours. And he brought Irish people abroad for the first time in their lives. Costa Brava now, is it popular or unknown? Um, it, it's or? very popular with French and Spanish people, but not so much with the English-speaking world. And I think most people, when they hear, hear the word Costa, they just picture high-rises... Huge beaches packed with people, you know, nightclubs going day and night practically. The Costa Brava is very different. Yeah. So the word Costa, they actually think of the Costa del Sol, in fact, because that's what the Costa del Sol is like. Yeah. Isn't it? The great, like the great uh, town of Sitges is kind of the center of that. Uh, but the Costa Brava, uh, what is Brava? I know del Sol means sun. So what does Brava mean? Brava means wild or rugged. Oh. And that is one of the, probably the saving graces of the Costa Brava. There are sections that are, have been quite developed, but the parts that have remained rugged um, have, they have been developed, but they've been developed very nicely. All right. How do we get there? Fly to Barcelona? Uh, you can fly to Barcelona and it's about an hour and a half north of there, or you can fly to Girona, which is much easier. Um, Ryanair fly there. And Dublin, Girona. Dublin, Girona. There's also knock to Girona flights as well. Oh, right. um, which okay. are very handy and it's about 40 minutes to the coast from Girona Airport and Girona Airport is a dream. It's really small and your hire car is, you know, you literally walk out one door in another and you pick up your hire car and you're at the coast in 40 minutes on very easy roads. I, I, can I tell you, it indicates how old I am. Heathrow Airport used to be like that. When I first hired a car at Heathrow Airport, you walked out the door and there was I know, and it's fantastic when it's like that, but it's a rarity. A rarity in airports. Yeah, Yeah. and it makes it a real pleasure. You're on your holidays, you know, almost when you land. You don't have any of the hassle of... Like, I have travelled here from Barcelona, and it's okay. It's not too bad. But you do deal with, you know, huge... You deal with Barcelona. Five-lane highways and getting off at the right exit. It's not too much fun. Now... Are there places here, towns that would we would know in the Costa Brava? Um, or what are what are the kind of main towns? I mean, the there area? are places that people will have heard of, which are real package holiday high rise places, which would be Blanes, Tossa de Mar, Lorette de Mar. Oh, I've um, heard of them. Yeah, so they're all very much. They were developed in the fifties, and they're yeah. your standard Spanish Costa experience. But if you want to get away from that, which I think is nice to get away from that. Um, you'll find places like La Franque, which is quite well known actually, La Franque, but it's beautiful. It's much more like, you know, one of the nice towns on the French Riviera, for example. Um, and then there's an, other places called Tamariu, which probably most people will never have heard of. Um, um, Agua Blava, Agua Freda. They're small, tiny little towns 
that. Okay, now does our ubiquitous travel agent, does he know about these places and can we get 14 days all found as as the traditional package holiday used to I, be? I, th- I think you're going to struggle to find the traditional package holiday here. You're probably going to have to go to an agency or sorry, go to a, um, an apartment rental agency and rent for two weeks. But you can or do buy that. Outsider magazine, perhaps. Uh, yeah, you could buy Outsider, but it's 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 easy now to organise it yourself. Is it? It is. Yeah, there's you know all of the rental companies now will reply to you in English and have English on their websites. So we we if we're going to Costa Brava, and by the way, of course, it's uh, Roisin Finlay, the editor of Outsider magazine, who's here. Uh, while Moncom McGann is canvassing uh, in Longford, Westmeath. The, the, um, so you mentioned apartments. Is that the only option, really? No, there's some lovely small hotels as right, well. but they're small. Um, yeah, they tend to be small. I mean, the ones that I've picked here that I would kind of say are really special are probably in the... They're in the really small boutique kind of range, the yeah, sort of 10 rooms. Where are you suggesting? Um, well, there's one amazing hotel, which, I mean, it's going to cost you. It's not a cheap place to stay, um, but it's called the Hotel El Far. And it's perched ri- it's right beside the old San Sebastia lighthouse. Um, and it's perched El Far. El Far. E-L-F-A-R. And it's perched right up on a cliff and it looks over the, this incredible bay, La Franc Bay. And you can actually walk to it along the coast um, you can there's a, a an amazing walking route in this area called the Camino de Ronda. Oh, and because it, the word Camino must I don't must mean walking it means path. route. Oh, right, yeah. okay. Because what's the big one? Camino. Um, the Camino de Santiago. Yes, yeah. Yes. So it's it's not related to the Camino de Santiago at all, okay. but it's this fantastic coastal walking route. Now it does go inland in places where, for various reasons, either the cliff has given way or there's no private property. But for huge parts of it. It's right along the coast. All right. And you go under, you know, you're walking through pine trees and along this really just stunning coastal route that's all cliffs and coves. and. Yeah, the thing that worries me about really you and Moncom again is every holiday you talk about, like, I have to walk miles or I have to cycle miles. Well, like, you don't have to. There's sort of nowhere where I can sort of do well, nothing Well, you can just sit that. on the beach here if you'd can like I? to. Yes, you can. Oh, thank God for that. Yes, and the beaches, they're... They're not your standard. Well, some of them are, but the one, the, the, the really nice little towns, you're talking more coves, um, small beaches. Now, they can be packed in the summertime, but my experience of this area of Spain is they tend to be packed with French and Spanish families. So even if the beach is packed, it's very quiet. They're not, you know, loud or shouting or there's no music playing or anything like that. It's families with their grannies right down to the grandchildren having picnics. Now, we know how to get there. We fly to Girona with Ryanair and presumably Aer Lingus go to Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and um, the Hotel Alfar, it sounds a bit like my kind of place, isn't it's, it? It's really yeah, it's luxury. And, it's, right, and okay. you know, amazing food. And I haven't got to stay there. I've only got to All visit right. it. Well, one of the great advantages of being very old is that you stay in a better class of hotel. It's the only advantage of growing old. All right, there is no other. Like, I don't think you're old, George. Anyway, now, there, for me again, like I'm not a beach person, so I would have no interest in lying in the beach and turning red. Sure. Okay. So if, and there'd be a lot of people like me, I would imagine, who would be horrified at the prospect of lying in the beach. If we go to the Costa Brava, uh, 
is there anything cultural we can do or is there anything different we can do? There's, so, I mean, obviously we discussed the walking and just to point out with the walking, a lot of it is under shady pine tree, okay. this coastal route. I mean, this area of um, Spain is quite different to the other places I've been. Right. They've these huge, stunning pine forests and they're, they're kind of plain pine trees, so not like our pine trees. Oh, I, just be, but 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 there is lots of cultural stuff as well. Like what? Um, well, if you're a fan well, of Dali, Dali, yeah, d- this Salvador, was, Salvador Dali, yeah, he. This was the north of the Costa Brava. There's a town called Cadaques, yeah. and just beside that, there's a tiny little village called Port Legat, and that's, and that's where, where Dali lived. lived for years, and, and where he painted, away. and it was. And there's stuff hanging up there. And you can go and visit his house there, which is, I'm not a mad fan of Dali. I'm interested generally in art, but I wouldn't be crazy about Dali. But this house is worth visiting. It's um, basically himself and and Gala, his partner, wife, partner, I can't remember actually, but they tacked together. um, He'd die if he heard me use the word tacked together a few fishermen's cottages. And only eight people can visit at a time. So you have to book your ticket in advance. But the house is as he left it. He left there the day Dali died. And it's fascinating. I mean, you walk, the first place you walk in, it's, there's a huge stuffed bear in it, in what looks like a small oracle or like or, or oratory church. Um, and their bedroom is the same. It's all iconography, right. weird clothes. His studio is still there. You can see paintings he was working on. Um, okay. It's, it's fascinating. It's well worth a visit. It, it's a little bit, of a trek to get to it it's about an hour's drive or an hour and a half's All drive right, but okay. it's worth it so you have to rent a car yeah renting a car is worthwhile here because there's quite a few medieval towns that are very near the coast actually but it's definitely easier to get there in a car you can get there by bus the the thing um, about parts of Spain and like I go back to um, sort of just barely missed the late 50s like 1960 mm-hmm. was the first time I went to Spain as a as a young fella, impecunious and all that. But then also went to Portugal during the 60s. And when you went to the non-tourist places, they were extraordinarily conservative. Presumably 50 years later, in the 21st century, there is no such thing as conservative Spain anymore, is there? Uh, certainly, I, I mean, nothing that I noticed. I mean, there's still the church there and there are people still going to, to Mass, but it's very like Ireland, I suppose, and I mean, this part of Spain, you're not talking about nightclubs or partying late into the okay. night. It's it is very much a family place to go on holidays. Um, a lot of Barcelonians would come up here and own ho- summer homes or summer apartments. So it's you know, even though it's a holiday destination, right. it does have a local feel to it. Um, Spanish food. Uh, the look on your face makes me think you're not a fan. Uh, no, yeah, I love it. But I love tapas. But I had paella in that first trip in 1960 because I'd fallen in love with a girl from Barcelona and she invited me to live with her family for a week. And, uh, like, I tried... There was this paella arrived and then there were all these kind of shellfish and all stuff in it, like, and I... I, uh, Well, I'm not going to say... Paella isn't my favourite dish. Okay, well, there's a lot of seafood on the Costa Brava. Yes, that's the point, yeah. Yeah, you will be getting a lot of... You know, you eat, you know, razor shells that we yeah. see, they eat them, delicious, absolutely yeah. lovely, lovely prawns, um, lovely squid. Yeah, the squid is interesting. I remember um, having uh, lunch uh, with lovely Ingrid uh, and 
the my my lunch looked at me. So I was looking at this pair of eyes staring at me from my lunch plate. Yeah, that was more than flesh and blood could stand. So I'm not a fan, no. Yeah, well, I mean, you do get meat, you get pork and... Yeah. But definitely if you're more of a seafood fan, you'll be better catered to. But a lot of people here are going to be self-catering, aren't they? Yes. If you, I mean, if you if you rent an apartment, if you bring a load of kids, it's an economical way to go to a place like this. Do you know what is fantastic? And it's an experience I really enjoy. There's something about a continental supermarket, particularly Spanish and Portuguese, which the Irish supermarket doesn't have. I, and I can't explain it. It's probably but, all the amazing chorizos. And yeah. And, and like you wander along the meat counter and even though you might be buying anything, you love to look at it. And then when you go to the bakery and there's all these beautiful, uh, not just bread, but, but you know, like uh, cakes and all that. The 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 supermarkets I adore. Well, there's great supermarkets around, you know, these areas as well. Yeah. So, you know, when we've stayed there and rented an apartment, that's been very handy for when you do cook in. You're not yeah. stuck with just the very small shops in town. And yet they're pushed out a little bit, but they're not too far right. out. You know somebody who went there in the 50s. My so. parents went on honeymoon to the Costa Brava. In the 50s? Yeah, with well, the late 50s, yeah. They went to up the, well. There was to, propellers on the airplane to start. Yes, I think they went to Lourdes and then on to the Costa Brava. So I don't even right. my mum can't remember how they got there, but I think it involved they flew to, to Lourdes and then right. I think they got trains down to the Costa Brava. Yeah. But so she remembers, um, and we actually took her back there this year. We didn't bring her back to the place where they had actually been because she didn't want to go. But she remembers when they were actual fishing villages. Yeah, and you know that you walk down the the beach to, to buy your prawns from the fisherman. That's right. But some of these towns still do have fishing boats well, on the beach. Th- nobody would believe that when I first went to the Algarve, there were these fishing villages, you know. Yeah. And, and um, coves where uh, it, there was just nobody. And, and it, that's all changed so much. But I could imagine if, there, if you are trying to find a place... In Spain, that might have parted the old Spain left. Yeah, it retains the charm. Costa Brava, yeah. Yeah, it does retain the charm. I mean, it's not all fishermen and fishing boats, but there are some fishing boats. And, you know, the way the towns have been developed on these coves, some of the little restaurants are in old fishermen's cottages. Yeah, well, when your parents uh, flew to Lourdes, um, most of the people on the plane would be pilgrims, well, They right? were pilgrims too. Oh, were they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They well, the been. only time I went on a plane to Lourdes, I went with a rugby team. So you had like 25 uh, uh, almost drunk rugby players in the middle of another 100 people who were all saying the rosary. The tradition was... They were saying pray. the rosary for you. No, no, they prayed all the way down and they prayed all the way back. It's an extraordinary. It was an extraordinary. We've, we, trip. we've changed a lot, haven't we? We have, yeah. And Lord were a great rugby team in those days, okay. and now, yeah, now they're Division Seven, I'd say. You know. But you mentioned wanting to do some cultural stuff as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There are some beautiful towns, um, really, really old hill towns in this area, and they're very close to to the coast. Um, there's one called Pals, um, Bagor is another one, and this one is hard to say. It's Pelotarada. And we came across Pelotorada almost by accident. It's a small, you know, more... And you wander around. Spectacular. I mean, there are grooves on the road from the old carriage tracks. The entire yeah. thing is cut from local cut stone. 
most of the, you know, there's a lot of little gorgeous restaurants and courtyards with orange trees over them. I mean, just spectacular. But that, I think, is great fun on holiday. I, that's why I wouldn't dream of lying on the beach. You know, but I asked you about conservatism. We did that in the Algarve way over 50 years ago. Uh, and uh, we went to one of these mountain villages. And unfortunately, Ingrid was wearing a short skirt. Uh, we were run out of oh, town. Oh, yeah. No, there's nothing like that anymore. What a shame. I think running women in short skirts out of villages is quite a good idea. Not quite, not quite into burning them at the stake or ducking them in the pond or anything. But it was really interesting. We were walking around and we couldn't understand why, you know. Yeah, getting dirty looks. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, cultural difference. I don't know. There's a fine line between, yes. you know, yeah. modernizing and getting rid of oh, our culture, you yeah. know. Listen, do you remember I said the first time I went to Spain was I fell in love with this Spanish girl? When I took her out and we walked down the street, like we couldn't hold hands or anything like that, and an older, mature lady walked behind us. You had and a she followed, Yeah, and she followed us everywhere. And then she brought uh, her ba- us back safely to our parents. It's, a, it's changed uh, a lot, I think, no. mostly for the better, though. Not at all. Bring back the chaperones here. Particularly for my gra- all my granddaughters are unchaperoned. Well, the dulcet tones of Roisin, fin- Roisin Finlay, editor of Outsider magazine, uh, where we are all dependent on the election. We don't know who's doing the programme next week. Um, well, ho- hopefully now Moncom will, uh, as yeah, you Moncom say, be Minister for Finance. I don't or think, Minister for the Environment. I think he would be... He would be, he'd yeah. be That'll be more his I'd thing. I'd be fit to green candidate. All right, exactly. Roisin, thank you so much for joining me.